I'm 53 years old. I'm semi-retired. I'm in my second marriage. And at the moment, I'm in a fight with my wife. Not a fight. We just both need a little space. had a stroke, um, I don't know, 10 years ago, something like that. That was shortly after shortly after my divorce from my wife, my first wife. For just something real hurtful. It's none of anyone else's business. But that was like a hard time because that those two events were like, uh, uh, feels like it was like within a year. Oh, and then after my stroke, my neck was really hurting and I got this surgery in my neck and um, I'm starting to think that was a big mistake. But you know, I just had a freaking stroke. It's not like I was in the best state of mind. <laughs> podcast somewhere. There's so many false starts on this thing. Frankly, it's been kind of pissing me off. Wrestling with your demons is a pain in the ass. It's always terrible. But (laughs) when you start to freaking know them by name, Because you're trying so hard to win, you just refuse to give up. Um, You start to realize that you're a big part of the problem. You're the other half of the fight. As Obi-Wan Kenobi said to Anakin Skywalker, you've done this to yourself. I need some water. Um, 
the first experience of God I ever had, true, like deep, personal, holy shit, I still remember this and I'm 54 or three or something like that. And uh, I was supposed to be, I was, I was in summer camp and I was walking back. I was supposed to be back at my tent and I'm walking back and the sky was so freaking amazing. This was in Camp Norwich, Massachusetts. Sorry, this is so loud. Let me get a napkin under this. Camp Norwich, Massachusetts. Thanks, Mom and Dad. That was a true gift. Um, so... I'm walking back from, I don't know, the mess hall or the showers or something. I think, I kind of feel like I, I was afraid of getting in trouble. So I must have just been a camper and not a counselor yet. Anyway, I'm trying to really remember this event. Um, I was walking back. I remember walking on the road. I was right by the ranger unit. <laughs> right by a rock where my dad sat because he wanted to go home when he was a boy. My dad likes staying in his home. To this day. And right by that rock. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird that it happened right by my dad's rock? Anyway, I never realized that until just now. I could go off on a tangent about synchronicities, but walking down the road, Ranger Rock, I take a left and it's this, uh, I think we called it a, a kickball field. Basically a bunch of grass. Um, and it was, it was next to some kind of cage, like tennis courts, kind of. And I just remember, maybe it was just trees, I don't remember. Anyway, I'm trying to just really visualize it. <coughs> it was a long time ago. <clears throat> I got the water, I haven't drank any yet. Haven't drunk any yet? Ooh, much better. Sorry, kids for the distractions. I walked out into this field. <laughs> I remember being cold. And I laid in the grass and I just looked up in the stars. And this was back in the 80s, I guess. So there's a lot less light pollution and I'm in the middle of nowhere at this camp. And I could see the Milky Way. Like I could see the band in the sky. Or at least like this thicker cluster of clouds, you know, but I remember there being a stripe. 
I was too young to know what all of that was. Maybe not. I think I did think it was the Milky Way. But I remember just laying there on the ground in the grass and looking up and feeling the cold a little bit. And it was almost like I could tell how deep the sky was. Like now you look at the sky, I feel like I always look at the sky and it's just sort of flat. It's like watching a TV. But this night, I haven't felt this, I don't think I've experienced this too many times since, but I really felt like I could see how like 3D it was. Like some of the stars looked really close and some of the stars looked super far. And I remember that some of the close ones, I was like, holy shit. Like I feel like if I had a ladder that was just like, 20 feet tall I could touch that one like it, it felt like it was that close and I remember just looking up there and just being like what's going on what is this all this work is there a way to figure out the game and win is there a right way to do it and I had a real strong feeling that it wasn't just the things I could measure it wasn't just the things that are my five senses. I could feel it, like I have a sensor for it. Like I wish there was something where half the population kinda had it and then half the population doesn't. But it's sort of like how, you know, for some people, um, I'm trying to think, there's something that they, when they eat it, it tastes to them like soap, but to everybody else it tastes like good. Like uh, I can't remember what it is, but it's some weird genetic thing. And yeah, if you have this gene, then boom, uh, this delicious thing tastes like soap to you. How weird is that? And have you ever seen somebody just performing a skill or you're around them and you just get feelings around them? It just comes. Or you know that you just like feel like you're a freaking radio tower that just picks up feelings. 
and you can just tell what's up or down, good or bad, however you want to divide the world. And I think that I'm one of the people that has the thing where you like are aware of intangible things. And that night, in that field, softball field or kickball field, whatever, I totally felt it. And I was like, whatever that is, I want to know more. And I want to talk to a lot of people about it because I don't understand this at all. So like, give me some words to use that I can like put handles on this experience. Like, how do you start to describe it? Oh, man. Trying to think like, if I could translate it into like a bodily feeling or something. What this feels like. Okay, you know, okay, there's one part of it. I feel a little bit right now. And it's, um, it's kind of like the feeling, you know, when you're like driving in a car and you go over a hill just a little bit too fast <laughs> and you get that little feeling of weightlessness just for a second. And it's just this funny flutter in like, it's above your belly button, but like below your sternum. It's like below your heart a little bit. Anyway, it just like spins. Part of it's like that. It's super exciting. It's like when you're really excited for a concert with your favorite band. And you just hear like, the first guitar sting, you know, of like your favorite song. <laughs> and it's just like, yes. Or like, you know, on the roller coaster, right at the transition from click, 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 going up to ah, going down. There's that moment right in between where you sort of can feel both 
or actually no, I guess you can't feel any of it. You don't feel gravity. You don't feel like you're going up anymore and you don't feel like you're going down anymore. There's this one second where you're just floating. You're flying, but only for like a split second. like what it would feel like to be a ghost. Think about that. What would that feel like? It's kind of that feeling. That's the feeling I got looking at those stars. That's the feeling I got, I get, when I play my guitar and I think about What really matters? What really matters? And I wanted to live my life with no regrets. I didn't, I didn't want to be on my deathbed and be like, shit, I wish I hadn't, I wish I hadn't done that. And then since I did, I wish I would have, like, said I'm sorry. I wish I would have had it. I wish I had the guts to apologize. Because most of the time we don't apologize is because we're being a freaking coward. And I didn't want to feel that. I want it to be when I die that I'm just feeling that feeling of being right between going up and going down on the roller coaster. Right when you just hear that first guitar riff of your favorite song. Right when baby looks you in the eyes for the first time and you know something connects. What connects? It's the, it's the feeling you get when you really want something. Like these are feelings, we all have them, but some of us are like, it's super cranked up. Like how some people are super cranked up with their emotions. They're, you know, excited and loud and laughing all the time, or maybe they're kind of depressed and sad or scared all the time or you know, your friends that are like super athletic and they're just always moving and they're just like, hey, all right, come on, let's go. And they're sort of bouncy in the way they walk even. They're like Tigger, you know? And then you got like those really like jovial, funny friends who just like, every time you're around them and they just start telling stories, they just never say anything bad about anyone. They just 
send out this amazing vibe. We all have, we have all the parts, all of us have the same parts, but what makes us different is that we sort of prioritize them in different ways. And who knows, I don't think there's a way to figure it out if this is a nature or nurture thing. But it doesn't matter Everybody has that little glitch in their matrix, you know, that thing that they do that they don't realize they do. And then there's that thing they're amazing at. Those things are connected, you know? It's like... And if you've ever played Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm going to close with this. If you've ever played Dungeons and Dragons, you get like a certain number of points. So when you build your character for this game, you have like a certain number of, dis of points to distribute over, uh, I don't know how many slots in D&D, but in my way of talking over eight slots. So there's eight slots and you have a hundred points. So what do you want? You want to be like super strong and have all this magic, be able to touch into that right between click, click, click and ah. Do you want to be able to uh, be super influential with other people? Do you want to be really intelligent or wise? One of the things I loved about D&D &D is that it made me think about what's the difference between intelligence and wise? Like, how are they describing it? Intelligence and wisdom were two different things. That was like a really cool thing about that game for me. But anyway, all of us have eight slots to fill, and it's really four slots that you, you kind of, you know, it kind of points up or down. You know, you choose if, it, if it's inward or outward kind of thing. But we just distribute those points, and you're going to put more points on something. The rules of the game are that um, of your 100 points, 50 have to go between, let's just make it four uh, points to make it easiest. 50 points need to go to these two, which are related. So these two, there's 50, you know, you can't do 25, 25. So you got to choose a priority. And then you get another... 50 points, 
I'm totally screwing up this story. In my mind, it's making a great diagram, though. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to cut all this shit out. Let me get back to where I was so I can try and finish my story. I'm super tired. I've been married for... A year and a half, coming up actually on our anniversary of when I said yes to her in just a day or two. And, um, yeah, today she moved to a different place and we're going to take a little bit of time apart. So that's a lot to think about. I chose to put a lot of those points I was talking about into being able to think and being able to get in touch with that feeling that I had on that softball field. But that means that being here on Earth in the present moment and being in touch with how I feel about stuff are not that strong. But in this podcast, I want to talk to you guys about these four parts we all have. I grew up in church, and I really wanted to be a youth pastor. I was like volunteer, but I wish I could have like I wished that I could have made it my whole life. And it was my biggest dream. And um, yeah, we'll save that for another night. But now looking back at my life, I realize it's not really that Oh, I'm not happy with my life. It's that I'm not happy with myself. I'm pretty hard on myself because, you know, those two areas where I'm weak, I really beat myself up because I don't want to have any regrets on my deathbed. And you know what? Right now, oh, I just thought about it. I got, I got two. I gotta take care of them the next couple of days. Not because I'm dying. 
I actually feel better than I have for a long time. But just because I'm trying to get to the point where every time I see something in my life that I don't like, I fix it. And I guess Coco and I took a break because the problem happens when we're together. And if we have a little time apart to think about it, well, I think for me, maybe I'll be able to see my part because it's still with me, you know? I'm pretty hard on myself, trying to be perfect. I'm not super great at being perfect. I'm super great at trying, which means I'm super great at not being. Because <laughs> when we're trying so hard for something, that's where we are. Really cranking up that one choice, that one option. Wisdom, intelligence, strength, and what we call feeling. Um, charisma. Yeah, those are our four options. But I'm going to start using Carl Jung's terms because that guy is a freaking genius. Intuition is that feeling I had on that, so on that softball field. It's like a real feeling. It's a real thing. It's like creativity. It's like when you pick a random number, it's the thing that makes you pick. Like, did you ever think about what it's like when you pick a random number, like what goes on in your head and talk to someone else about that? It's so weird. Some people see like a ball pop up. Some people like me, I see like a dial turn, but I'm turning the dial. Other people say it's just spinning and they're like waiting. It's really weird. Anyway, that's intuition. It's like where poems come from. It's like creativity and probably a lot of God stuff, you know, spiritual stuff. And then there's thinking. These are my two favorites. And thinking is like logic, reason, this, therefore, that. But yeah, it's definitely a decision made not because you like it, but because you think it's the smartest choice, the best choice, and you've got reasons.
And then the other one is sensory. That's your body. Everything you can do with your body. Move through time and space. And see, smell, taste, touch. What's the other one? Ah, in here. It's all of that stuff. Everything you can measure. That's the best way. That's the best definition. If you can measure it, if science can measure it, yeah, that's sensory. It's the universe. And the other part is feelings. Like love or anger hatred, jealousy. Man, just saying those words makes me feel uncomfortable. That's how clumsy my feelings are. I don't even feel my own feelings. I think I feel more like other people's feelings. It's weird. <laughs> That horn made me laugh. This town you usually can't hear anything. Somebody's really mad. They're honking Santa Chris. We're really in a hurry. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so that's feelings. What they're experiencing right now is feeling. Now, how did their feelings get that way? Anyway. Yeah, those are the parts. Intuition is creativity and curiosity and the place you get random numbers from. Probably where you go when you dream. It's definitely where you go when you imagine. That's literally intuition. And uh, thinking. Feelings and sensing. All right, I keep repeating myself. It's been a half hour. I'm gonna have to edit this thing and I hate editing. <laughs> oh, I just laughed in like synchronicity with the horn. All right, I'm going to bed. Thanks for listening.